as a woman, I do have a lot of responsibility in my mom journey and in my business life and in taking care of myself. But those responsibilities are blessings in my mind. They may not always feel like that. I can speak from experience and say that, no, these roles always don't feel like rainbows and unicorns. More often than not, they feel like there is a lot of moving parts, like life is chaotic, and that there is this sense that everything is going by pretty fast around us. And some days I just don't feel my best, but I choose to see it as a big, beautiful, at times hard to navigate blessing. Welcome to She Empowers the Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Kayla Lucas. I'm a mom of two, a family-focused chiropractor, a trailblazing entrepreneur, and a holistic mindset queen. I am on a mission to empower women to lead themselves and their families to greater health and wellness in their personal lives and businesses. Each week, I'm sharing inspiring content that will give you the tools to navigate your own wellness journey, grow your businesses, expand your mind, and take care of the ones you love. This is your space to feel supported, inspired, and empowered. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another episode of She Empowers, the podcast. I'm very excited about today's episode. It is the first ever Ask Kayla bonus episode. I'm really excited to unpack today's topic because I think we all have some collective struggle with the concept of balance and time management. And I really want to start doing these bonus episodes on a case-by-case basis and answer all of your questions and unpack the topics that I'm already passionate about or that I have some experience with. So you can now submit all of your questions to asksheempowers.co at gmail.com. I will leave that email address in the show notes for you to reference at any time. And all submissions and questions will remain anonymous. Thank you to everyone who has submitted questions on Instagram over the last few weeks for this bonus episode. It seems that we all have some similar interest on how to balance the chaos of life. And the questions that came through the most were, how do you do it all and find the balance in life? How do you manage your time and do all of the things, mom, business owner, podcaster, and how do you hold space for all of your interests and responsibilities without feeling like it's, you know, too much? So honestly, these questions are hard to answer with full conviction that I'm doing it right, or that I'm finding the balance when it comes to being an entrepreneur, to being a mother, to a podcaster, and just a multi-passionate woman. I will answer this question from a place of already having children because I feel like life has changed so substantially for me since becoming a mom. I would not feel authentic answering it from a place of what I do and how that will work for everyone. I truly don't remember what I did before kids. I don't really remember life before kids or at the very least, I don't know what I did with my time prior to motherhood. So let's unpack these questions. How do you do it all and find the balance in life? So this might be unpopular opinion, but it is mine and balance is BS. (laughs) I don't believe in balance and it is not the goal I have for this stage of my life and really any stage in my life. 
but I do believe in harmony. And so that is what I strive for instead. It really feels better for me to think about it that way or to hear it come out of my mouth that way. I feel like harmony is something that I want to get closer and closer to. But for me, managing my time while I'm holding a lot of space for my dreams, as well as being the best mom that I know how to be and keep it all aligned and keep it in harmony is not easy. And I don't want to come on here and just tell you that it is because I don't feel like it is. But the number one thing that I do to honor myself doing, you know, the things, the things being what my soul is called to create, the titles that I commit myself to and to pursue joy and happiness and work on myself, those things, it is to remember that in this journey, I get to give myself a whole lot of grace. I don't have to do it all perfectly. All I have to do is my very best. And when I drop the ball or lose focus or have a moment I'm truly not proud of, I do my best to not shame myself for it and instead give myself grace without withholding it. The only way I'm going to grow as a person is to be open to learning the lessons life gives me and understanding that not all of the lessons are going to be easy to navigate and maybe it's going to take a few times before I actually learn the lesson. I've really noticed this the most in my motherhood journey. I am not a patient person. And patience in general has come up in many areas of my life, but I notice it the most with my parenting. I really want patience to be a virtue that I have in ACEs, and I'm really working to embody it. And I find myself continuously unlearning behavior patterns and thought patterns. And in that process, I've had to give myself that grace because knowing that maybe I didn't respond the way I wanted to or the way that I know that I can or having a challenging moment with my kids can feel like I don't know what I'm doing. But throughout the whole journey, I've learned that grace is one of the greatest acts of self-love that I can give myself. And it's one of the greatest acts of self-love that you can give yourself. It's saying, it's okay that I don't always get it right. I acknowledge my shortcomings and I still love myself. I am aware of myself. I am learning to find my way back to love. I also accept myself. So the first way you find balance, you know, balance or harmony, you need to learn that grace is a friend of yours. And I live by the rule that as long as I'm doing my best, I am working towards my highest good. Grace is just a part of the equation. So the more grace I give myself, the more I collectively expand and the more able I am to meet people where they are at in their own journeys. So the second part of this question, how do you manage your time and do all of the things mom business and podcaster? So this is a hard one for me to unpack, but I'm going to do my best because when it comes to time management, I think there are some practical things I've done that have helped me buy my time back so that I can focus on being a mom or working on my business or recording a podcast episode like I'm doing right now for all of you, or just do any manner of things that are aligned with me. So I'm going to share a few ways that I've built in some structure around my life that frees up space in my brain and also frees up space in my day-to-day life. And I always say this on the podcast, this is what I do, this is what works for me, but you might have to 
unpack and unravel what's going to work for you in your own life. So about three years ago, I was keeping a productivity planner just out of sheer interest. I wanted to know where my time was going. I wanted to increase my productivity and I heard this planner could help with figuring out how you spend your time and also teach you how to block time in your day. So they talk about in the productivity planner, these things called Pomodoros, and it's these 25 minute increments in your life to improve your productiveness. I took it for six months, which was two full journals. And then I reviewed them at the end of those six months. And I looked at what tasks came up very frequently versus the ones that were less frequent. And I was shocked that cleaning my home took up 60% of my planners combined. Oh, It was kind of that sort of spark moment where this desire to hire a house cleaner started. And at first, I didn't feel like that was a good decision because it costs money and that's, you know, I should have enough time to clean my own house. But once I made the decision to do it, it was one of the best investments and it is one of the best investments we made as a family. And it has brought me so much peace of mind to fulfill my desire to have a clean and tidy home while at the same time not having to be the one to do it regularly. I've said so many times on the podcast, tidiness, a clean home, a clean space feels really good for me. That brings me joy. It's really important to me. And I feel like it's really important for me as a mother. I want my kids to come home to an organized, clean space. I feel like it really gives them structure. And I'm hoping that it teaches them down the line to keep their spaces and their homes tidy and orderly for their for their own health and their own peace of mind. So now we have this wonderful woman. I love her. She comes bi-weekly. She is one of my favorite people to send money to. She cleans our house top to bottom bi-weekly, and I am in love with it. I will probably continue this practice for keeping my time open to do the things that I want to do indefinitely. I've also hired a VA to help with my social media This is a way that I can still grow my business and my podcast while I spend time with my kids or I'm working in my chiropractic office or again, just filling my time with other things. I think investing in your growth is how you avoid burnout and overwhelm. And when you're trying to do all the things on your own, you can really feel that sense of overwhelm set in. And when I first even thought about hiring a VA, a virtual assistant, I was like, absolutely no way. It's going to take so much time. I'm going to have to, you know, consult with them all the time and figure out what we're posting. And it felt like I was I was making excuses. So when I finally stepped into that first hire, I, w- I felt like I was standing on a really skinny branch on a super tall tree that I was asking for help. And this meant in my mind that I couldn't do it all and that I'm doing too much. And it's almost like I wanted to take a step back from my growth. And honestly, one thing that has served me so well is I follow how I feel. And when I think about the growth I can sustain if I ask for help and acknowledge the fact that number one, I'm one person. And number two, there are other people who can and want to help me grow. That feeling feels a lot better than trying to stagnate my growth for the sake of, you know, not being able to do it all by myself. So it was something I really contemplated for a while and wondered if it was something that I was ready to try. But since I've taken the leap, 
I've given myself the freedom of more time. So I think this is one of the biggest ways that I manage my time is I use other people's services to create more time and space in my own life. The next way I manage my time is to keep a regular routine. I really believe in the power of routine. And when you go away from that routine too frequently, and I'm not talking about a vacation or intentionally creating time for something meaningful to you, I'm talking about getting out of routine with your daily habits and rituals and actions. So if I want to be in harmony in my life, I have some practices that I do on a consistent basis to create a life where time for myself, time for work, time for podcasting, time for family, time for business, they all have to happen in a regular rhythm. I plan my workout routines according to my work schedule and around family time. I don't want to disrupt spending time with my kids in the morning and getting them ready for school and daycare, but I want to move my body before work. So I get up before the rest of my house does and I go downstairs, I put on my workout shoes, I pick out a workout that I've saved on my phone or on YouTube or one that's been in my head for a while and I do the thing. See, this is really not so much about work or my kids' morning routine. It's more about me creating time for Kayla, for myself and honoring myself. And I have days where I choose to sleep instead of waking up early. And that also serves me too. again, giving yourself grace, not making it mean anything. But nine out of 10 times, I will wake up before my family and do my workout because I know I have to be disciplined in my time management if I want to prioritize anything. And me moving my body and maintaining my health is a priority for me. So I find keeping a regular routine with work, business, and mom life is the best way I feel less overwhelmed or like there is no structure. Keeping a routine actually gives me my time back because when there is structure, my brain isn't working so hard to have so many different open loops. I don't only do this with my workout routine. I do this in other areas of my life too. So for example, to keep up with laundry in my home, I always do a midweek load of laundry so that I have less piling up at the end of the week, which can overwhelm me. I'll even book appointments for myself and my family's needs with far enough advance that if I need to plan around it or change something in my schedule, then I can. So creating a routine is such a unique thing and the way in which you create the routine is totally determined by you. But it does give you some of your time back in many ways and could lead to more fulfillment in your day-to-day life. So I highly recommend keeping a routine with yourself and your family. Another way to create more time freedom for yourself is to batch content on your platforms. I know this is not going to apply to everybody, but I think that if you are present on social media, if you're growing your brand, your business, anything that you are doing, you're going to be on social media anyway, either scrolling or contributing to it in some fashion. So for example, I batch content for my podcasts. This is something I'm still working on creating a routine around because it's still a new practice, but I do believe that following your dreams or pursuing your passions are time-consuming. 
because they are a part of how you want to serve the world. It's a good thing. I also think that as a business owner, I want to highlight what I'm doing and I want to share my knowledge with the people around me and I want to create beautiful content for my audience to absorb and I want to create amazing experiences with anyone who works with me and this work consumes me and it can consume me to the point where I'm not doing or acting in the other roles in my life if I let it. So it's not a bad thing, but I also want to be a present mom and a wife and a friend. And sometimes if I'm not organized, that work takes up a lot of my time. So I've found that batching content has become something that works really, really well to free up time for the other areas of my life. And I've been taking about two to three days a month where I'm batching some content or at the very least staying a few weeks ahead of myself. I've talked a little bit about delegation before on previous podcasts, but I do know that learning to delegate aspects of your business can free up so much time for yourself. A few short years ago, when my business partner and I opened up our chiropractic office, we were doing everything under the sun and then some as new entrepreneurs. And it was getting to the point where we couldn't bite off any more things And we were starting to feel a little bit burned out in our personal lives. We also navigated our way through a pandemic and in our first three years in business. And that came with, you know, a whole other host of things that we were doing. But once we found the right team and the right support staff, we started delegating tasks that we didn't necessarily have to do on a regular basis. And it has been such a relief for my brain because I'm not constantly working overtime on doing all of the things. So I think using other people again to build your business is how you expand yourself without feeling like you need to do all the things. The last question that was submitted pretty repetitiously was, how do you hold space for all your interests and responsibilities without feeling like it's too much? So if you haven't gathered yet, I really rely on a community of people to allow me to own my time more and more. I believe this is the path to growth, is feeling supported in my life and in your life and in your passions and not trying to be a martyr in all of the things. Making it all work but burning the candle at both ends and in the middle is not something I want you to feel. It's not something that I want to feel. And there have been periods in my life where I have felt that way. But any way that I can create more ease in my life, the more I am able to hold space for the things that light me up. I feel like as a woman, I do have a lot of responsibility in my mom journey and in my business life and in taking care of myself. But those responsibilities are blessings in my mind. They may not always feel like that. I can speak from experience and say that, no, these roles always don't feel like rainbows and unicorns. More often than not, they feel like there is a lot of moving parts, like life is chaotic, and that there is this sense that everything is going by pretty fast around us. And some days I just don't feel my best, but I choose to see it as a big, beautiful, at times hard to navigate blessing. So one thing I know for certain is that when you are holding space for your dreams and your desires and your passions, it's going to naturally be met with contrast. 
Contrast is the different states at which we experience life. And contrast is in every person's life experience. It's part of the natural laws of the universe. So in knowing that, and in knowing that contrast will be ongoing in whatever it is that I am doing, then I must just simply pursue what I want and give energy to the things that are important to me. And in doing so with the expectation that I just get to become more and more and more clear on my visions and my goals each time contrast presents itself, and it will. One way that I'm learning to avoid the, you know, air quotes, too much feelings or the burnout feelings is to tap into my natural cycle as a woman and learn what season I am at during my cycle. So I've learned that Getting into my winter and fall cycles, I need more rest than in my summer and spring cycles. So women naturally go through different phases and stages, but right now I am in a phase of life where there is a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of things to do, but tapping into my cycle and tracking it has given me some power back in my life where I am honoring my cyclical nature as a woman and I'm giving myself space to be productive during those seasons and I'm also giving myself space to be restful. And this is something that I continuously work on because I can get stuck in the masculine energy of doing, being productive, achieving the things, pursuing the goals that sometimes I forget that I'm actually supposed to be resting in this phase of my cycle. So I do think that there are going to be moments for sure where it feels like it's all too much, of course. But with that, there is also this sense of fun in the manifestation of what I've created and what I want to create in the future. So the job is never done when it comes to my desire to grow and expand. It's never done for me to become a better mother. It's never done for me to create more impact. It's never done for me to take good care of myself. It's never done for me to learn something new. So we are on this journey. And if you've stuck around this long on the podcast, you are on this journey of self-discovery and finding the harmony in your own life. Please, please remember, friend, that there is no destination. There is no finish line. You get to experience this big, beautiful life in your own way and have fun creating what you want and squeezing the juice out of the moments, the small moments, the big moments, just the journey. It is not a problem to be a multi-passionate woman and have a lot of desires and goals and dreams. It is actually what we are created for. So I hope today's episode was helpful to you in some way. Thank you so much for joining in on the conversation. Please, please send your questions to me by sending an email to asksheempowers.co at gmail.com or even send me a message on Instagram at sheempowers.co. If you loved what you heard, please share your feedback and leave a five-star review of the show and help me spread these beautiful conversations to more and more women. I love you all and I hope you have an incredible day. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and listening the whole way through on She Empowers the Podcast. Make sure to subscribe anywhere you are listening to podcasts. And if you happen to have iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a five-star review of the show so more women can learn about what we are doing over here? You can also copy this link and share it on your social media and tag me at sheempowers.co. That is the way we get these beautiful messages out to more and more souls around the world. Thank you so much for being a part of the She Empowers community. Until next time, go lead with love and joy. Thank you.